This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for April 13, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. And the message is by Father Ron Baird. On Palm Sunday, somewhere around 30, 33 A.D., they didn't call it Palm Sunday. It was actually just the Sunday before Passover. But there were actually two processions that went into Jerusalem that Sunday. We're all familiar with one of them. One of them, of course, is the procession of Jesus as he comes in. And it's interesting because if you look at some of the details, because here he is, he's been at Bethany. If you remember, he had raised Lazarus from the dead. And now he is... Um, I'm going to kill this thing. Never can get it right. Um, and now he has come, and it's only about oh, a mile from where he has arrived at Mount Scopus, which is just across the Kidron Valley, right next to the Mount of Olives, where he will end up at the Garden of Gethsemane on Monday, Thursday. And so as he is up there, he tells his disciples, go into town, and there you will find a donkey tied up. And I want you to untie the donkey and bring it to me. And if anyone says anything to you about that, tell them the Lord needs it, and they'll let you have it. Now, did you ever think about that? Now, if I said to you, I want you to go down here to Drug Mart, and in the parking lot, you're going to see a Cadillac Escalade. And I want you to hotwire it and bring it back to me. And, and if anyone asks you, just say, say, well, the priest needs it. That wouldn't work too well, would it? <laughs> you know, for all the you know, the bad uh, press that the disciples get for the dumb things they do. It's amazing how the faith that they have sometimes. And so he gets us and he's doing something very deliberate. He has read in the uh, prophets in Isaiah that the, the Messiah will ride into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. And not only that, but he's going to ride into Jerusalem through a particular gate. That gate is on the east side of Jerusalem. It's called the Golden Gate. Today, that gate is uh, blocked up. The Muslims, when they took it over from the Crusaders, um, blocked the whole gate up so that if the Messiah showed up, he couldn't get in. I don't know why they thought the Messiah wouldn't be able to get in if he showed up, but they seemed to think that that would stop him. And so, at this point, though, it's still open, and Jesus rides down the hill in the Kidron Valley, all the way down, and then all the way back up again on the back of this donkey into the Golden Gate. Now, the reason he did this is because of, of this um, prophecy. And anybody who saw him across the hill riding down a don on a donkey, they said, who is that? And somebody said, oh, that's Jesus from Nazareth. And they'd heard that he was a great miracle worker and all. And they go, he's the Messiah. And so it, a large crowd gathered, and they all came around and were shouting, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is the son of David. Because for the people gathered there, what he was going to be was their salvation. He was, going, he was the one who was going to save Israel from the Romans. You know, Roman had, Rome had occupied Israel, and he was the one who was going to manage to help them to overthrow the Romans and secure their own country again so that they could have freedom. So Jesus goes in, and the crowd's happy to see him, and they're shouting and waving palm branches because that's what the trees are over there, and, and they're just really pumped. On the opposite end of town, though, on the west side of town, there is another procession into town that, that you don't hear as much about. And that procession is one of Pontius Pilate. 
See, a lot of people think Pontius Pilate lived in Jerusalem, but he didn't. He lived in Caesarea Maritima, which is actually on the Mediterranean Sea, on the coastline, and a little north of what we now know of as Tel Aviv. And he didn't go to Jerusalem, by and large, because he found the Jews to be really obnoxious, and he didn't like associating with them. So, particularly the ones who were more Jewish in their customs. If they didn't mind being more Romanized, he was fine. But the ones who really believed in their faith just drove him crazy. And so he didn't want to be around them. But he did go once every year for a week. And that week was always the same time. And what he would do is he would go for Passover. Because at Passover, all the Jews in Israel and many from around the world would come to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover. It's the highest festival of the Jewish calendar. And he did not want there to be thousands and thousands of Jews gathering together in Jerusalem without a very strong Roman presence in that place just to let them know not to get out of line. And so he would come in. But when he came in, he came in differently. When he rode in, he rode in on a giant war horse. When he came in, he had armor on and it it was polished, you know, and looked sharp. When he came in, you know, his army marched in lockstep as they followed him into the place with horns and trumpets blaring away, letting people know that the, the um, representative of the emperor of the world is coming into this place. It sent a very clear message, don't mess with Rome or you'll be in trouble. He would bring his whole legion to Jerusalem. And so as they're marching in, I suspect a crowd gathered too. That crowd wasn't uh, cheering though. They were probably shouting, but they weren't cheering. But the things they were saying weren't very nice because they hated the Romans. I suspect there was even occasional fruit or vegetable thrown their way. But nothing so much that it would cause the Romans to break ranks and to go in the crowds after them. Just enough to really irritate them and let them know that they weren't wanted and that they were despised. By the end of that week, the next Friday, those crowds would change sides. The very people who had shouted, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is the son of David, the very people who had condemned uh, Pilate because they couldn't stand him, would suddenly be supporting Pilate as he decides to execute the son of the living God. They would be shouting, crucify him. They would be the ones who would turn on Jesus. They have to say, well, what happened in five days? Wow, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Well, what happened was, was that he wasn't the kind of savior that they wanted. They wanted a savior who was going to come in and overthrow the Romans and fix their problems. And there's nothing worse than dashed expectations. They were really upset. Not only had he come in and misrepresented himself to them, in their opinion, but he got them to where they could get in trouble for it. And so they wanted to make sure that he got his. And oddly enough, now Pilate has their 